are back with week three of Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas over here at Butt Naked Hallmark. I'm Chingay and I'm here with my co-host, Patty. Hi, Patty. How are you? Hi, Chingay. We're recording this late because it's been a mad week for me. And that mad week was a... What do you call when you end it? You end it with like karaoke. And so if I sound a bit like deranged... <laughs> you sound like Anna Ayora. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, maybe I should do karaoke every week. Thanks, Jingai. <laughs> um, but yeah, so excited. How how is it only week three? It kind of feels like we've been doing this for a very long time. It feels like we've we've watched an insane amount of <laughs> Christmas movies. That we're not even halfway through. <laughs> we've watched twelve this mm-hmm. week, as of this week, and well, well, well. <laughs> well, well, well. I've lit my peppermint Christmas candle just to put me in the mood because we're going we're, we're gonna to have to talk about something on our naughty list this mm. week. We do have one after last week's perfect four out of four. It was bound to happen. We're just going to talk about this briefly. I challenge you, Patty, to not say anything. <laughs> bad about All Saints Christmas week three on the naughty list we were gonna have a musical and I was kind of wary about this movie I just wish and I say this about all the musical movies I just wish they'd turn it into like a a showcase like a variety show concert type thing you know jazz music and the Christmas season can be like a good thing. However, this this was a bad movie. This was truly terrible. And it joins the annals of Hallmark movies where I only listened and did not watch. That honor was bestowed upon CCB's uh, Wizard of Oz retelling. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm sorry to All Saints Christmas. I really wanted to give it a chance. I did watch it. At, I, I listened to it at 1x because I we was watched cooking. It. We watched slash listened to it live. Yeah, guys. We, we tried our best and I just couldn't. There has to be some sort of aspirational thing to a movie. And I did not find it with All Saints Christmas. The leading lady, though, what I call her charming, I don't know. It was something. I love fake engagements. But I didn't love this at all. I couldn't stand it. The side characters were okay. The sister, the The reporter, the journalist, Mm. the brother. Everyone was okay. But the lead. That's why she could sing, but she couldn't act. So that's why if they wanted her to feature on Countdown to Christmas, then they should have just, you know, made made a concert type thing. I, anyway, I don't want to waste too much time or effort yeah. talking about it, but naughty list, you take your first official casualty. Count ourselves grateful. It's week three and it's our first yeah. one where we were just like, what? So, you know <laughs> what? Grading on a curve in the grand scheme of 12 movies, one that's truly terrible is not bad. From truly terrible, though, to slightly... Hmm, um, <laughs> I wouldn't call it quite on the naughty list, but it's somewhere, that's for sure. A Magical Christmas Village starring Alison Sweeney, Luke McFarlane, and Marlo Thomas. 
A Christmas village brings the magic of Christmas to the lives of Summer and her family, healing old wounds and bringing new love to Summer and her family. <laughs> Growing up, my mom used to tell me, if you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. And so I would like to now hold a minute of silence. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there were good things. I'm going to count the good things out, okay? okay? Marlo Thomas, despite her plastic surgery, was delightful. The mom-daughter bond between Alison Sweeney and Marlo Thomas was actually quite good. We have not had character relationships where it was fraught yet they were working through it. Usually when it's fraught, it's like, oh, we're not talking. But this one is, they talked it out. Taking care of aging parents is a difficult thing. And here we get kooky, free-spirited mom and supposedly type A daughter through Alison Sweeney, who I will not say anything else. But Marlo Thomas was such a delight. Having her meditate, having her spout out you know, Buddha wisdom, pop culture, you know, um, pop psychology to random people in grocery stores, holding space and making me believe it. The opening scene of her all packed up because, you know, she's, they've so, she broke up with a boyfriend. I love that this older mom is living her life. I have to say, I did Google their ages because I was like, I can't believe she's Ali's <laughs> mom. To be fair, this is the most realistic age-appropriate mother-daughter relationship I have just um, calculated. So the mom and daughter relationship, A+. The sister-to-sister relationship and how they were kind of like joking about their mom behind her back, cruel but realistic. The daughter, the daughter that was loves grandma, doesn't like grandma's green juice, like, all these little details were actually very refreshing to me in a Hallmark movie. And yet, Shanghai, I haven't even gotten to Luke McFarlane yet, but what I could not bring myself to really root for was Ali Sweeney. We liked her in Good Morning Christmas with Mark Lucas, and yeah. it ends there. I have not seen her. Last Christmas, she was with Zaddy, um, former, or just formerly known as Zaddy. <laughs> Brenda and Elliot, and I didn't appreciate that movie either. And now this movie, I rewatched it. I watched it once, went like 30% in, realized I wasn't paying attention, restarted it at a slower pace just because I was like, I want to give her a chance. <laughs> but I couldn't. <laughs> I really, I, I couldn't. Luke is always fun, and you know, I, I feel for him, so I will always support him, but Wow. Everything else about this movie was great, except for Alison Sweeney. I'm so sorry. I really, really tried. What are your thoughts, Chingai? I actually have something good to say about Ali Sweeney. Oh, Yay! Because I watched this, and like I, f- I watched everything, like all, all of the f- four movies this week, and, you know, I really thought about it. And <laughs> after All Saints Christmas... <laughs> My 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 big realization is that at least Ali Sweeney can act. <laughs> yes. You know what? Silver lining. I will yeah. take that. She, she can act. She could. I Now, do we it, like her as the lead in a movie? Not always, but no. at least she can act. She can. You're she right. Can. 
Um, I think the chemistry in this movie wasn't between Ali Sweeney and Luke McFarlane. It was no. between her and Marlo Thomas. Yes. And Marlo Thomas and the grandkid. So I think Mar- Marlo Thomas just stole our stole our hearts, stole the show. I, I think uh, Magical Christmas Village owes its life <laughs> to Marlo Thomas. Now, one thing about Marlo Thomas, though, I was so distracted watching this movie because of her nose job. <laughs> and, like, I didn't want to say it, but I went on Reddit and everyone else was talking about it. So I think I'm okay here to mention it. And I I love her, like, Susan Sarandon voice. <laughs> it's, like, raspy yeah. and she's very yeah. Stevie Nicks. Woo woo! I I love, I love that it. archetype. Yes, and I like how it's contrasted with her daughter. I don't think Ali Sweeney play, played the type A. I I think she played the type A daughter pretty well. Like it wasn't like she wasn't overselling it. I feel so. I think it was okay. I, it it's just that there was no romance for me. I like the kid. Yeah. Uh, I like how she was doing. You know, like kind of like uh, was it. Puck is the name Puck in Midsummer Night's mm. Dream, where yep. you know she's like the manipulating the everyone, right, yeah. and and um, having the love stories move along. That was like fanciful and very huh. Christmassy, very Hallmark. I wish it were Autumn Reeser. Yes, yeah. she and Marlo Thomas would have been even just like the the hair. Okay, the one good thing I will say about Ali Sweeney and technically it's about her character, is that she decorated her house understatedly nice. This is the first <laughs> Hallmark house that had, like, blue Christmas thing going on. They usually deserve that for the cold-hearted finance guy mm. who had someone decorate his house. And no, they maintained it all throughout. They didn't add on, like, as the character developed, she got into the red and green, over-the-top mm. Christmas spirit. So I will c- commend... The restraint of uh, decorating in a different style. I and think I yeah. she does exasperated very well, yeah. Ali Sweeney. And, you know, we, we know how that feels like. Oh, exasperation. yeah. After my week, <laughs> I feel like Ali Sweeney yeah. after my week. So what's unfair of me is that I'm not grading this movie on a curve. I'm grading Ali Sweeney on a curve of the rest of the characters. And she's at the bottom of that curve, but... You know what? I, I think we've been pretty diplomatic. That's <laughs> why this goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it's not quite on the naughty list, but it's elements of it were on the nice list. So let's mm-hmm. just put mm-hmm. it at that. But when we're back, guys, don't you worry. Because people, we do have a nice list. And we're so excited to talk about when we're back on But Make It Hallmark. That we're now going to talk about our nice movies for this week at But Mayhem Hallmark. Okay, let's move on to Miracles of Christmas. And we're talking about Maple Valley Christmas this week, starring Peyton List and Andrew Walker. Rancher Erica has spent her whole life working the family farm with her mother and sister. When Erin arrives and disrupts her plans, she starts to question what it is she actually wants. I just have some news to share. This Christmas deal. Dad, looking good. Lean on the 
okay. was almost a sure thing. Until they met Andrew Walker, Peyton List. My family has been on this land for nearly a century. I'll tell my dad it's a no-go. You're throwing away this deal for a woman you just met. When I'm with you, I, I feel found. I have a ton of notes on this movie <laughs> because <laughs> from the beginning when we see the ranch and it was very heartland, I just thought that he was sold and like, yes, I am willing to dive into this world of maple syrup and maple <laughs> trees and horses and cowboy hats and sister conflicts. I loved Maple Valley Christmas so much. Um, you know, it was very dramatic as as the Miracles of Christmas movies go. I mean, it was standard Miracles of Christmas. I felt like so so rancher Erica and her sister get into like a tussle over who buys the neighbor's farm, stuff like that. And it felt to me very reflective of One December Night, except it's sisters Uh and not dads. So we have, like, family drama. And, you know, I I don't have a sister, so I don't really know how (laughs) truthful this sister dynamic, sisters in business, is. But I, I liked watching it. But, I mean, okay, Peyton List, I like her. I She's so tall. And yeah. I I like that, you know, she 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 seems like a very powerful lady. The way she met Andrew Walker mm. day one, they went for a walk, and out of the blue, she just kissed him <laughs> in the front door. It's very uncharacteristic of anyone in the Hallmark channel and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but also I understand this <laughs> rancher Erica. I understand. I know because Andrew Walker, I don't know what kind of juice he's drinking now, but he looks <laughs> so <ass>. good. <laughs> I mean, for a while one of our friends, Mimi, said that like he's getting a little too gaunt. And, and I was like, maybe it's COVID stress or something. But he's like back. He's like at the Andrew Walker, peak Andrew Walker, Captain America of the Hallmark Cinematic Universe is back. And he just completely sold me on this movie. I love that he wasn't playing his usual cocky self here. He was like a shy shy boy. Billionaire. <laughs> he was very he was very I don't know. He was he was very hesitant about approaching her. Like she was do, making all the moves mm. and you know, he he has daddy issues as do all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but who cares? Who cares? He's rich. He's Andrew Walker. He's willing to you know, sacrifice certain business decisions to to make this this woman he just met happy he just he, he made all these like you know um he made all these decisions right away that were kind of major all because he met this girl like, I'm like okay are you okay but yeah he is okay he's Andrew Walker he can do no wrong Andrew Walker can sit down on a horse <laughs> saunter through the snow this is a horse he just saw on the side of the road I know. Be calm enough, but confident enough to mount the fucking horse and, you know, gallop through the trot, trot through the forest of maple trees and make it look hot. Like, this guy can do anything. 
what I feel Maple Valley Christmas did a disservice to itself is that it made its previews look extremely dramatic. Mm-hmm. When in fact, when you watch the movie, there are so much, so many moments of levity. The sister dynamic, and I have two sisters, but we're extremely uncompetitive. I am probably the most, I'm the bitchiest sister of the three. <laughs> and so I kind of see where this could go. And this is why we would never get into business together. I really appreciate how Hallmark is really trying to build out side character relationships and up, you know, focus on that in the movies. Apart from the main you know, love story, which we will get into more because it's Andrew Walker and we cannot ignore him. I just want to shout out before I forget, what do you call this? The third character in this movie. And that is the unexpected Christmas house <laughs> where they <laughs> shot. So I was messaging Chingai while I was watching this movie because I was like, okay, Maple Farm, cool, cool, cool. We've seen this before. This house looks fucking familiar. <laughs> it is the house where BLJ, B- BJL, <laughs> And Tyler Hines fell in love last year. And the house stuck with me so much that even when they decorated it differently, I'm like, that's the house. That's the porch. It's the house where magic happens. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So whoever owns this house, please continue to rent it out to Hallmark because whenever you shoot in this house, it is magic. And Andrew Walker can hold my hand in a dinner table any day of the fucking week. I will mount him. I agree with this lady. I will jump this man as soon as I meet him. Like in the spirit of, in the spirit of Victor Webster, picking <laughs> up, picking up Bethany Giant Lens, you will be Vic- Victor Webster picking up Andrew Walker. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I will. I will. What they lacked in height differential because Peyton List is a giant. <laughs> she she made Andrew look quite small. To be fair. But I love it. They, they danced and still I was like, yes, yes. Because I want to dance. I, I, I haven't gone into a party ever where they're slow <laughs> dancing, like apart from prom. And that was forced. And so whenever I see dancing on the Hallmark Cinematic Universe, I die. And it's Andrew Walker. So I die double. There were so many like classic elements here, like the sleigh ride. Made me think of that Michael Rady movie. You remember that? Yes. Of course you remember that. Yes, of course I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> like this this movie was like loving looks TM yes. all throughout. The way he looked at her and then all the hand holding from yes. beginning to end to like to literally the very end of the movie when he was like having dinner with a family and they held hands under the table. I thought it was very, very sweet. Speaking of side characters, shout out to brother-in-law who kind yes. of like looks like like a watered down Paul Rudd. No! <laughs> so this is like People's Sexiest Man Alive 2021, Paul Rudd, and 2022, Chris Evans, who I will always stand by, is the, is the Andrew Walker. <laughs> Maple Valley, sexy movie of the year. Who knew? That's yeah. what I'm telling you. They need to redo that preview. Because this could have actually been packaged as like a hijinks movie because there were a lot of like... yeah. There were a lot of light moments that I was not... It didn't stand out for me because I was just waiting for the drama because I had already been primed mm-hmm. about Longing Looks TM and, you know, long, 
rides along the ranch, Heartland style. But guys, this is definitely a nice list. Andrew Walker delivers once again and just makes me feel like I need to get back into Heartland. It's that good. He's so good. Speaking of um, levity, I would just like to mention Leo, the Italian... <laughs> is his name Leo? The Italian, Italian boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, the mom has an Italian boyfriend who was her tutor. I mean, this is like, you know, side characters having lives. I like it. And not just as foil. And then mm-hmm. I thought they would just mention him. And then he shows up. Yeah. He's like, I'm here for Christmas. And they were and like, And he sleeps no, no. over and she's <laughs> kind of shocked. That's so funny. It's so <laughs> cute. I love all these side characters having actual character traits more mm-hmm. than just foil to the leads. And I would say yes to more of this. I was, I was impressed. Good job. Good job, Hallmark. You know what? I'm so impressed. I, I'm just going to look up who directed it. I, I have a feeling I know, but I'm not sure. Okay, no, it's not. I, I thought it was a Claire. Claire. Neither Pruim. It's she's not. She's doing the royal babysitting movie next week. Which it's funny you me. mentioned her because yeah. like she was the first person who entered my mind when we got the previews for the next movie we're gonna talk about. <laughs> I know. Lights, camera I, Christmas. I was just thinking about Claire. Our it, it was not Claire, our, our girl friend. Claire. Our girl Claire <laughs> did not do um, that movie either. Uh, the Maple Valley Christmas director also directed Beverly Hills Wedding with Brennan. <laughs> Brennan. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. I'm shocked. <laughs> but you know what? That's right. Give everybody a chance. Good job. Okay, moving on from Miracles of Christmas, we hop right back in to Countdown to Christmas to cover our last movie of the week. Guys, we always save the best for last because Lights, Camera, Christmas starring Kimberly Sustad and John Brotherton, took the fucking cake. When a holiday rom-com movie shooting in her town needs a costume designer, Carrie, a local shop owner, steps into the role. While working on the movie, she rediscovers her passion for costume design and finds herself falling for Brad, the film's famous leading man. Do you know how many people would give anything to have a big Christmas movie filmed in their hometown? I'll see you around town, I hope. They came to make a Christmas movie. You are the king of Christmas movies. I'm a popular guy. What can I say? They ended up... Is that real? That whole thing, is that real? ...making Christmas magic. It's not showbiz all the time. Kimberly Sustad, John Brotherton. He's a movie star. When are you going to believe anything is possible? I just finished... We just finished a book called Nora Goes Off Script, where a normie, uh, well, she's a writer of a movie, so here we get Kimberly Sustad, the costume designer, stepped in, falls in love with the lead guy. And I was getting flashbacks of the book and this movie, and I incredibly loved how Hallmark went meta-meta. Because not only did they shoot a Hallmark movie about shooting a movie, one, (laughs) meta-level one, Meta level two, in the movie, they talk about shooting the movie through the premiere night, like, all, you know, cast the all hands panel. Three, right? Two. Three, they constantly call out this fictional channel called Dazzle Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love so much. I love a meta thesis on... Hallmark and rom-coms and who better to pull it off 
than Kimberly, queen of my heart, Sustad. I am a Sustad stan. I am not ashamed. She is so good. The emotion she brings to this movie of frustration for having not lived, you know, her fashion design dreams, imposter syndrome, having to have to close down the shop and then pivoting and saying yes to things. And shout out to her mother, five-star Christmas flirty aunt, who does pep talk mom so well, stage mom so well. The mother-daughter relationship in this movie is amazing. Having the mom become the big Hallmark fan and having her not caring at all is amazing. The John Brotherton, Kimberly Sustan. I was a bit like, oh, who's this guy? Because I've never really seen him in things. But the chemistry he had with Kimberly was through the roof. I, I will, I, I'm going to give him like equal billing and he brought his A game. But I am biased. I love me a Sustad turn. And the way her character evolved from being unsure about, you know, styling and like, what the fuck am I doing here? To just really owning it and suddenly like suggesting things about the movie and really coming into her own was so amazing. Also, the side characters of like the director-producer falling back in love, estranged couple, the assistant that everybody just railed on. The entire town had Gilmore Girls vibes of like townsfolk coming together and just how they tackled the, I guess, what do you call this? The crux of the relationship issue between Kimberly Sister and John Brotherton of having him like forget about her because, and not include her in his plans and his future plans when technically they've met for like two weeks. I don't know, whatever. But you know, <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> It was so, this is one of, it felt like a movie. (laughs) And I'm going to be saying that a lot this holiday season, but this one felt like hijinks. We have mistletoe. We have chemistry. We have have upfront adult conversations about attraction to each other without having to beat around the bush. My favorite kind of hallmark trope and life is too short tell them you love them i loved it i loved it i like you i was like going into this thinking about john brotherton and like who is this guy but you know what i think it was it was good that they got him because he was so perfect at being like gaston in the beginning (laughs) like very mr hollywood and i know we we rag on hallmark for having so many caricatures in their movies yeah. and you know it's never a it's never a good thing but for this movie it was because he needed to play it that way in order to make the turn when he starts asking her out on dates and being more authentic we mm. we needed that in the beginning like when he started you know having his walls come down and you know he's he's like showing her that he wants to ask her out like you know go on a date with me and and have his bravado just slowly disappear was really nice and i i really think that the mom our our five-star christmas aunt deserves an (laughs) deserves an award for playing Um, yeah, Hallmark movie fan because she she her. is us, she you know. Is us. <laughs> she 
is our eyes and ears. And another shout out goes to the CGI team. They are back again. (laughs) (laughs) But they're not doing animals this time. At the end of this movie, when they're in some Hollywood whatever extravaganza, and, and, you know, they finally come together, and it's just so obvious that they have a green screen behind them. Bravo, CGI team. <laughs> They've moved on from nature into the big city. And yeah. it's still bad. <laughs> I've forgiven it. Honestly, I was focusing so hard on the two of them. This is how you do meta. Like, it was so good, the call-outs and the, the little Easter eggs they did for, like, Hallmark movie fans of, you know, showing showing her watching him in other movies and it being so incredibly, like, cheesy. Also, I loved John Brotherton's um, actress co-star. His co-star, they, yes. Yeah, wherein they didn't have to have, like, the, the chemistry. You would think that they would be the ones, like, like the two leads, right? But no, that I like that they give him to, obviously, Kimberly Sustad, but she was so good. She kind of gave me... Julie Gonzalo meets Anna Ayora hybrid mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I liked her. I really liked her. I hope she gets her own Hallmark movie lead one day because she's actually quite good. She, she brought she, yeah, is. she brought like a very like, you know, tough as nails. Um, I'm your buddy, um, but I'm a babe vibe. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really liked it. So this movie I'm going to rewatch. It's it's just it was delightful. It had it was Hallmark, but also new, a spin to it. it. It's not something I've seen before. And You're right. I appreciate that. I, I like how unpredictable, you know, as predictable as this movie yes. is, because obviously it's like the meta, 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 yeah. high school musical, the musical, the yeah. series <laughs> of Hallmark. Um, I like how they, they've evolved in the script. CGI may not have evolved, no, but no, no. the script writing has, because... His co-star, John Brotherton's co-star, could have easily been the villain, right? That's mm. where this always goes. Like the co-star is some like attractive actress, and Ex- you know, ma- yeah. yeah. But but they didn't do that. They made her his friend, yeah. And and so that makes everything more interesting. And and you know that guy. Um. So the director and the producer with yes. with their their dynamic. You know that guy. I'm glad he finally has a wife, and and he because. They He's always the extra in these movies, and like he was, wasn't he with Brie in Chesapeake Shores for yes, like a, for a hot, hot second? second. Yeah, yeah, so I'm fine. I'm happy that he finally got his you know relationship restored because like, he's been always the one left behind. So yeah, no one is left behind in the lights, camera, Christmas world. Everyone's happy. Okay, here is um, an IMDb black hole for you, and. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what a difference a fucking year makes. The director of Lights, Camera, Christmas also directed our often maligned CBB If I Only Had Christmas movie. Oh my God. The Wizard of Oz one. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) He contains multitudes! (laughs) Oh my God, I just, okay, wait. He was just having a bad year. He was having a bad year because he also directed, and now I'm going to watch out for this guy because he's actually quite good. He did Raise a Glass to Love with our girl, our girl, Laura Osney's. Laura Osney's, Yes, this is the, this is the whining. Oh, that was good one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He, so 
he's a hit and miss on Christmas because last year he did Open by Christmas with Ali Sweeney and Brennan Elliott. <laughs> but he did Butlers in Love, my favorite movie of the oh year. Oh my God. Yes. What's the name of this director? His name is David Weaver. And he also did our other favorite movie, A Royal Runaway Romance. David Weaver. And, and okay. he did, he did, he did The Resurrection of Brennan Elliott, Merry Go Round. <gasps> what? So this man is joining the annals of our favorite director. So our girl Claire and our boy David. David is not a perfect hitter because he did those two Christmas movies, but he's got it. With the right mm-hmm. ingredients, he gets it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I am... <laughs> I am amazed, and I'm so happy to discover this. I kind of want to go through his, this, his filmography now because they're, they're hits. These are yeah. hits. Yeah. <laughs> when we're back, we didn't forget, and we never will. Mary Kill. And we are back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host, Chingai. And we've reached that part of the episode where, you know, we do a little bit of a Mary kill. And I guess we all know who we're killing. I'm just kidding. I'm going to start. <laughs> but it, if it wasn't evident and clear, I would just say goodbye to the entire... Well, okay, fine. I'll be, I'll be kinder. Kill the lead girl in All Saints Christmas. Ugh. I just I was gonna kill the whole cast, but I'm like, you know what? No, I will isolate and target my wrath and uh, kill her. Just it was she was bad. She was bad. The movie could have been better. Like there was that who was that lead girl in? Oh, remember when we watched that summer or spring movie wherein they're in the Bahamas and there's money laundering and yeah, she yeah. stays in the wrong Airbnb? That mm-hmm. lady was nice. I really liked her. Not her. That guy wasn't bad either. Not yeah. him. Ugh. Anyway, other ways to do the casting, and that was bad. So, no. No, thank you. Kill, kill, kill. Chingai, who yeah, are you killing? I'm, I'm going to hop on the rampage with this one. It's going to be the lead from All Saints Christmas. Sorry, girl. <sighs> sorry, girl. Stick to singing. Yeah, not sorry. Bye. All right, cool. Who are we fucking? This was really hard. Like, we, we, have, a, we have a Google sheet here, and I did not fill it out because, like, I, I couldn't figure out how I was going to do this week. But, <laughs> so I said I'm going to do it on the fly. And on the fly, okay, my pick for fuck would be the Italian tutor slash boyfriend. <laughs> I have been widening my horizons over the last couple of weeks. And so I've done a throuple. I've picked a woman. And so I'm going to go for someone older. I mean, we could, you know, go for an Italian tour, right? And yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Patty, are you still there? <laughs> <laughs> my soul has left my body. But I'm loving this. I'm loving how we are really opening up our minds and our tastes and our desires and just being vulnerable and putting it out there. I am predictable <laughs> as fuck. And I am definitely going to fuck John Brotherton's character from um, Lights, Camera, Christmas. I have always wanted to be that non-showbiz girlfriend as we like to call them in the Philippines. And this is like it. I don't want to marry him because I would like someone that was around a lot more. I don't think I could do the uh, living on sets my whole life. But a fuck? Fuck yeah. I'm still on the Nora goes off script high. 
Mm-hmm. And John Brotherton really did the movie star turn well. I really liked it. I'm so impressed with their casting, and I would fuck him. Definitely fuck him. All right. Chingai, I know we're going to be sister wives. <laughs> I can feel it in my bones. Yeah. But I'm going to wait for your confirmation. So are we both marrying the same man this week? We're both saying we do to Andrew Walker, <laughs> king of our hearts, time and time again. How could we not? How could we not? How could we not? You know what the best part about this is? That this isn't the last we're going to see of him oh! this season. <laughs> what are we going to do that week? Oh my God, what are we going to do? We have three to do wise men and a baby has three of our faves. We cannot... <laughs> We, oh. We're gonna have to <laughs> figure things out. I don't know what to do. I feel like we need to go fuck Mary Kill for the three of them just for fun um, and to torture ourselves. But guys, let's not forget Andrew Walker was a billionaire in this movie. Yeah, so exactly. It fits right <laughs> into the mold by which I choose the men from the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. Again, guys, with recessions coming up, job security is important. This guy can provide. Mm-hmm. And I am a self-sufficient woman, but um, I wouldn't mind being a housewife either. So neither here nor there. Uh, maybe that's unfeminist of me, but Andrew Walker, whatever he wants, I will do whatever he wants. Does he want me to drink green juice every day? I will drink green juice every day. Are we <laughs> doing yoga every day? Sure, let's do yoga. Am I going to be a stepmom to your adorable kids? Not a kid fan, but Andrew Walker, for you, I will. Did you see that post? I'm not sure if I sent it to you, but he and Tyler Hines went to Disneyland just very recently. Yeah, they they went to Disneyland. So I will be a Disney adult for Andrew Walker. Girl, I'm going to have to look for that. Is it a reel? Or is Um, it a story and it's gone? I I don't know where I saw it. I think on Tyler Hines' TikTok, which, if you haven't visited, is kind of... The mother load of all TikToks. <laughs> Tyler Hines. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not even. He's not even famous this week. <laughs> but we love him. And I haven't been on social a lot because I'm doom scrolling on Twitter, which I should stop doing with the midterms mm-hmm. and all that. But I've, I haven't given into the TikTok, you know, universe. I only go on there to check messages from Macy, our friend, who just sends me TikToks. But it looks like I'm gonna have to. I, I mean, for if research. anyone's gonna pop your TikTok cherry, let it be the Tyler Hines. I'm a Hines. He's, he's great at TikTok. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, guys, I'm not going to be editing this pod for a good like three hours because I'm going to be stalking him on TikTok. I'm just kidding. We'll be back. But yeah, if you haven't subscribed to the pod, what are you doing? Subscribe, like, share with a friend. We'd love to hear from you guys. Also, follow us on our socials at but make it Hallmark on Instagram and at make it Hallmark on Twitter. We're not on TikTok because we're just watching Tyler Hines there and yep. uh, not creating our own content. As but- should everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Shingai, uh, for putting up with my uh, hungover self. Thanks. And, uh, we'll see you guys next week because, guys, we've got another horror movies to go through and... I'm tired but elated. Let's see you next week. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.